United Airlines made the announcement, the plan to become the first fully vaccinated airline, and their CEO claimed the mandate was a safety measure. Since then, a class action lawsuit has been filed against United Airlines by employees who feel they're being discriminated against uh, for various reasons, religious exemptions, uh, there have been Various arguments put on the table, the science, following the science, those who may have had COVID, but also from a business perspective. United Airlines, if successful, would successfully ground significant percentage of its most experienced pilots. And beyond the pilots, the employees, not just the pilots, not just those in the cockpit, but across the company. So where are we now in this case? There has been some reprieve from Judge Pittman in Texas, but there's always more to the story, and the case is not going away anytime soon. I'm joined by Captain Sherry Walker. She is one of the founders of Airline Employees for Health Freedom. And uh, Captain Walker, great to have you back on the show. So where are we now with your case, and then we can talk about some of these other uh, cases that have made their way to district courts and these mandates that have been shut down. Good morning, David, and thank you for having me back. I'm so glad to talk to your listeners. Um, Where are we? Well, right now it appears that the Grinch is stealing Christmas for 2,000 folks at United. Um, We're struggling and we're suffering, but we're still fighting through the process. Last we spoke was, I believe, middle of October. We were headed to Dallas for the preliminary injunction hearing um, through some procedural moves, et cetera, that got delayed somewhat. Um, But eventually we received a temporary restraining order to keep our folks working while we fought for our religious liberty and our medical freedom. Um, Eventually on the 8th of uh, November, I believe it was, um, Judge Pittman denied our... um, claim for a preliminary injunction hearing, or excuse me, a preliminary injunction. He was struggling with finding um, within the law the proper definition of irreparable harm. But he did, in his ruling, um, scathe United Airlines for uh, their behavior. Um, the court said that it, that it was deeply disturbed by the callous, uh, callousness of United Airlines. So we rallied uh, our attorneys and we filed an emergency appeal to the Fifth Circuit. So um, today, United Dancers should be in, and on the 15th, um, the judges will have both sides to have con- to be considered, and we'll know maybe a little bit more. But no matter what, our case goes on. So we're All very right, hopeful. so, you know, there are other cases. You mentioned the Fifth Circuit, of course. Uh, they will play a role in this. Other circuits are involved. There are mandates from OSHA, mandates uh, that have been pushed rather through OSHA, some through CMS. So there's a lot going on here. But on the company side... 
Is this providing some kind of cover with these attempts by the Biden administration and or state governors combined? Is this providing cover for the companies like United in some way? Well, that's an interesting concept. Um, as we know, earlier this week, the last standing um, federal mandate fell um, for private employers. And, and that was pretty much a constitutional issue, as you mentioned, the BTR case in the, in the Fifth Circuit, um, which uh, stayed the OSHA mandate. That Now that the federal mandates are gone and the cover for these private employers are gone, it becomes a Title VII issue which an employer is always, ours included, allowed to make employment rules. However, Title VII ensures that they do so under the law. So now our fight, because the federal mandates are gone, falls down to the court system, perhaps in the case of Florida and in Texas, where there are executive orders or state law, um, we may find some relief there. So our case is a Title VII case. We believe that um, our companies offer what they consider a reasonable accommodation is unreasonable. And what they say their accommodation is indefinite, unpaid leave, basically terminating. And so we found some case law that supports it, and we're very hopeful. But at the same time, we'll take all the help we can get from the governors and the states. Going forward, as you said, there, you know, all arguments will be heard and you expect a decision. Uh, should the decision go against you, will the organization continue to fight forward to other courts? Oh, absolutely. Now, this is strictly for the preliminary injunction. Our court case is ongoing right now. There were some documents filed yesterday and the day before with regards to the class certification. So um, our case will continue back in Judge Pittman's court in the 5th. Um, with regards to a 2,000-member class action against a U.S. multinational corporation. And as I said, Judge Pittman um, rebuked United for their callous behavior uh, quite extensively in his ruling. So we're very confident in the case in the first quarter. We just wanted some relief so that our folks can, you know, have Christmas, keep working, uh, have an income. My guest, Captain Sherry Walker, she's with Airline Employees for Health Freedom, the case against United Airlines and their vaccine mandate. You know, the points that I mentioned at the beginning, the idea of reducing the workforce, whether it's grounding, experienced pilots, employees across the United Airlines uh, company landscape. To date, what kind of effect has this mandate had, uh, if any, on performance, on on-time performance? You know, th- this is an industry that thrives on time. Well, that's an interesting concept. I mean, we cannot, our, our CEO decided, we believe, or, or he stated publicly that he was doing this for a safety issue, for the safety of those of us um, that are unvaccinated so that, so that we would be protected. Um, really, truthfully, it, within a day of him putting out that announcement, he also sent to the frequent flyers uh, uh, an announcement that we would be the first fully vaccinated airline. And so it's nothing more than a marketing ploy. And the judge called that uh, pretextual or, in fact, a lie. So from that, by reducing the staffing, um, now we look at uh, on-time performance. Now, we are off property, so we do not have access to those statistics. We can only anecdotally see from our friends 
who are constantly being offered uh, overtime that there must be staffing issues. So, um, you know, we, we haven't uh, seen the metrics. They come out about a quarter after um, the active quarter. But um, when you reduce your workforce by that amount, um, one would assume that that's the case. At the same time, United has cranked up hiring and training um, our replacements. And, in fact, they're mandating everyone that's hired be vaccinated, yet um, they have the training center where these new classes come in. They're not tested, but they are vaccinated. And, of course, exactly what we suspected would happen did two weeks or three weeks ago. Somebody showed up with COVID, and eventually everybody had COVID, and the entire training center shut down. So that didn't bode well. And now, of course, they can't institute testing for those of us who want to work but they've instituted testing for our training center. So we're not sure where that's going to go in the end. But all everything is leading to the fact that uh, we are going to be or, or there is a pilot shortage and this is probably not going to help it. Yeah, I mean, this is not just a near-term effect. There is a long-term effect over the last few years to several years, uh, probably more closer to the several years, we have seen an age group of pilots retiring for a variety of reasons uh, across the airline industry. And, you know, that gap is there. Uh, and these airlines, with all the challenges that are out there, the cost factors, right, fuel, employee costs, uh, surviving the COVID pandemic effects, the economic factors, if you lose the pilots and you cannot build up fast enough, that puts birds on the ground and not in the air. And that puts customers, she either shift into other airlines where they can, depending on the route or the use. Uh, you know, this, this doesn't seem to bode well for the economics of the industry. No, um, it doesn't bode well for the economics. It also doesn't bode well for the economics of the individual. Not only is our Grinch um, uh, determined to, to keep us off property, he's determined to ruin us financially. So um, because they kept us on active status, just in case they might need us back in short term, um, that prevents us from getting unemployment or getting outside employment. At the same time, that active status prevents us from being able to access emergency funds in our 401k. So we've become nothing more than seasonal labor for um, Scott Kirby. And at the same time, the punishment is deep and far. And I would encourage everyone to go for, to jabs for the number four jobs. And there's a video there that was made by family members of these pilots. And, and you'll see the experience level. These are some of the most senior pilots at the airline, those people that move your family safely over the holidays. And so, yeah, we'll see what happens um, in the longer term. But right now, um, United might be a little shorthanded, but we're all definitely out here shorthanded this holiday season and hurting. Captain Sherry Walker with Airline Employees for Health Freedom. Uh, as we wrap up here, Sherry, can you reiterate the court process today and tomorrow? Um, yes. Right now we have submitted our brief in the Fifth Circuit in, in New Orleans. And uh, later today, United will have submitted their answer. It will be then considered by a three-judge panel and a ruling on the 15th, which is next Wednesday. And from there... If we're granted the preliminary injunction, hopefully our folks will go back to work. If not, we're going to plug forward with our court case, and we'll see how that turns out. 
All right. Sounds like we are due for a conversation next week at some point, Sherry. So thank you as always. Thank you very much and happy holidays. Thank you and Merry Christmas to you as well. 866-95-PATRIOT-957-2874. We'll keep our eyes on this case. Another one in the Fifth Circuit, of course. Uh, The Fifth Circuit decisions have also uh, been against Biden's vaccine mandate. Uh, So we'll see. 866-95-PATRIOT. I'll be right back.